All right, here we are yet again with another podcast of English and Coffee. I'm your wonderful host, Demion, and today we're sitting out here in 97 degrees with a thunderstorm on the horizon. You can already see the thunder and the lightning going on. You hear the thunder, you see the lightning in the back every now and then, you'll see a stray bolt just shoot across the sky. That means tonight there's a good chance of thunderstorms and showers. Let's see, they have... Let's check on this thing here. So I said 97. It's about 95. It's going to be 96 in another hour. 92, then 88, 85. They're not showing any storms, but tomorrow it's going to be a storm. But I think it's already going to be here. So I think they're a little, they're a little behind with um, what we have on the horizon. But that's what we're recording in. We have a little wind blowing. It's a hot wind because, like I said, there's the humidity is so high. Let's see what the humidity is. If it'll open up and tell me what that is. So we have a humidity of, I don't know if you can hear the thunder in the back, but if you hear some rumbling, that's thunder. So 47%. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But I mean, that's life. That's what we're out here dealing with. So we're going to kick this one off with um, talking a little bit about the weather, a little bit of the storm. A little bit of what, what's going on today, um, because I believe today is a holiday. It's the 4th of July. I want to, well, no, it's not even, is it the 4th of July today? Yeah, it's the 4th of July today. Uh, yesterday was the 3rd, where a lot of businesses celebrated it, meaning they gave the employees a day off. But today is the actual holiday. I'm sure they're having celebrations somewhere. I know through the last couple days, um, companies have been, you know, doing little firework things, little small things, and a few people, you know, in their property or whatever they've been shooting fireworks you can hear some in the distance but you know this this uh day or whatever this whole covid has definitely changed how people are doing things because people aren't out people aren't moving around like they normally would right now i mean the streets would be full of people the water would be full of floats and people out there with their little parades and people would be out doing i guess day drinking tailgating there'd be definitely some type of sports event on tv that people were watching but none of that's going on right now so here we are, 2020, Corona in the air, 4th of July, falling on a dud. I mean, I'm sure it still means something in the hearts of many Americans across the uh, the country. But, I mean, for the most part, there's really no big celebrations going on anywhere. And if there are, they're going to be heavily patrolled if it's on a public forum. If it's just in somebody's backyard, then it is what it is. People are going to do what they're going to do. I mean, looks like the big guy upstairs is throwing some fireworks because um, as I'm talking... The sky lightens up here and there, so, I mean, that means the lightning is still cracking, so it is what it is. But we're going to go take a quick break, and then we're going to get into it. So, you know what's funny? On days like this, a lot of people, they get scared. Um, I don't know what that is. I think it's just something that comes from childhood. People grow up, you know, thunder shakes the house, lightning's cracking outside. They get scared. They want to run and hide. I think some people, if they've had a bad experience as a youth, Maybe they experienced a tornado or something like that and it tore part of their house off or they were outside caught in it. I mean, it could be traumatizing for a kid. And I think when you see an adult and the lightning goes boom, you know, that big crack of the lightning and then they want to run and hide. I think that's just some childhood trauma that they have yet to address. It's been something that's happened. For me, it doesn't really bother me. I mean, I remember growing up in Okinawa, we had typhoons over there. So, I mean, this is that tropical storm. So they would you know, shake and sway the buildings. I mean, when it hit, I mean, the windows, everything in the house would just boom. I mean, you would feel it like it got hit with 10,000 volts of electricity. But, you know, as long as you're 
in a good place. I mean, there's really nothing to worry about. It's it's more bark than bite. I mean, if you look at all the amount of people that have actually been struck by lightning and then what they were doing when they were struck by lightning, nine times out of ten, they weren't helping the situation. You know, they were probably out there looking like some kind of lightning rod or something for the lightning to conduct with. I mean, we, we're comprised of many mem minerals and different things, you know, elements. So, you know, we're connected with the earth. Lightning is just another way that reminds us of that. But if you are out here, I'll just go ahead and tell you, stay hydrated because this, this heat is nothing to joke about. Somebody could die of heat exhaustion, you know, have sunstroke, different things like that. I remember in Okinawa, they used to have what they would call Black Flag Days. And on a Black Flag Day, they didn't want you going outside. If you went outside, you know, the temperature 103, I mean, you could easily fall out. So you wouldn't get very far. Or if you did go out, you had to stay hydrated and just um, try to minimize the amount of exposure to the sun. So not only do you get the sunscreen, or not the sunscreen, but the sun damage, you know, with the sun beaming right on top of you, you get the heat. And it's just like you start boiling from the inside. So even though I'm sitting in my car, I have a nice ice cold um, McDonald's coffee, vanilla. Flavor isn't there like it is with a hot coffee. You know, when I'm drinking my mocha lattes or different things, you know, it's got all that sugar. The flavor just isn't there with a nice coffee, but I mean, it's serving its purpose. Not saying I even really needed the coffee today because um, I did something a little different. I don't know if I've ever um, cracked a monster on this podcast, but um, today, today I had a few things I wanted to get done. So I went on and cracked open a monster. I got the green one. I don't even know what flavor it is. I didn't drink the whole thing because, I mean, if you've drank energy drinks before, you know you got to kind of sip them kind of slow. It's nothing you just want to chug and guzzle and everything because you'll be all over the place with the amount of energy. But this morning, I started the day with my typical cup of coffee. I had that, and maybe about two hours later in, I um, cracked open my Monster, took a couple of swigs. So I'm probably about a quarter into it. Um, and then now here I am with this iced coffee. So some time has already passed. So just with those few swigs of um, Monster, probably about four hours ago, I mean, you can still feel it. You feel the tightening in your chest. Because when you're drinking these energy drinks, I mean, they do elevate your blood pressure you know your heart rate and things like that so you got to be careful it's definitely nothing you want to drink every day you know i see some people they're like you know go to the gas station two monsters and they're just downing them back to back i mean that'll do numbers on your heart i mean you got to do it sparingly so like i said even if i don't finish that can of monster today i mean i have it i'm just drinking it you know just to have that caffeine level to just stay focused stay in the zone where i need to be when i'm doing my stuff i'm not just sitting around doing nothing um, but this right here, like I said, I'm drinking this coffee, recording this podcast because it is English and coffee. So whether I want coffee or not, I'm going to be drinking some coffees just because that's what we do on this podcast. Um, it goes with the coffee. So I'm glad I called it English and coffee instead of English and rum or English and vodka, something like that, because then I'd be having to get plastered every time I wanted to record. But um, coffee is a universal drink. A lot of people drink coffee, comes in all different shapes and sizes. I know they have different teas, bubble tea, and all these weird things, but um, it's just a little flat, bland McDonald's vanilla. Um, it's no peppermint, you know, um, coffee, or no uh, frap Hershey's, or any of those things. It's just very basic. And I'm sitting here trying not to die of heat exhaustion, so I'm staying hydrated. Uh, let's see. I think I may uh, cook another pizza this week. I'm kind of feeling like I want to... Um, cook a pizza either today or tomorrow you know it'll be tonight or tomorrow um just because i had a taste for one the other day and i didn't go get it 
I ended up going over to my mom's house, uh, asked her if she wanted something to eat, because normally on Fridays I'll take her out shopping and things like that, but I said, before we do all that, let's go get something to eat. So I took her out there, and uh, we went to this place called Parker's Barbecue. I think I've told you about food that I've gotten from there before. But um, we got two barbecue coleslaw sandwiches and a four-piece chicken bag dark, which came with some hush puppies and then some fries and one iced tea. I ended up buying a Coke, you know, and I figured, why not buy a Coke? I actually went to the gas station bought a Coke because I said, I'm a shareholder now in Coke, so might as well support what I hold, right? So I bought a nice ice cold Coke, drank that, talked with my mom. I mean, it's been a while since her and I have been able to sit down and grab a bite together just because of this whole COVID thing. So how we did it is we were in the garage. I haven't been in the actual house, like all the way in the house since everything has started with this. So we're saying probably since March, I haven't set foot inside my mother's house, except like the doorway, you know, the threshold. I'll hand stuff to her. She'll open the door. She'll come out. But I've never gone in like past the threshold just because I want to minimize you know her exposure to anything that I may have encountered you know some out here every day I haven't stopped being out here every day since all this began because I'm what you call an essential worker like a lot of you out there I mean you're out here nothing's changed you know day to day but the people you come around you know if they're in the house hunkered down I mean they're just not getting exposed like you are so when you come across them they're catching everything that you've come across so if I picked up something, I definitely don't want to give it to my mom. Uh, she wears a mask when I see her. But like I said, when we were eating in the garage, she was way over there. I was way over there. You know, we got to we gotta have a little quality time, do what we can. But, I mean, I just didn't want her to be catching the full blast, you know, if I sneeze or anything like that. Um, but other than that, uh, let's see what else is going on. I know some things have been going on with change. Um, I don't know if you've been to any retailers lately, any grocery shopping, any uh, book bags or whatever you buy, I don't know, camping gear, and they're talking about a change shortage at the registers, you know, at the front desk. Um, I pulled up an interesting little article. I haven't even read through the whole thing. I just kind of skimmed it just to um, get a little background on it, but I think we'll take a short break, and then I'll um, read a little bit of it. We probably won't go through the whole thing, but I'll read a little bit of it just to... Um, let you know what's going on in the world on our side of town. All right, so let's see here. This is something from the New York Post. Uh, first article I'm coming across. So it was posted on um, July the 1st. National coin shortage has retailers pleading for exact change. Now, the reason I'm looking this up is because I've seen about three times where I've been in stores lately and they're talking about change. Change just seems to be one of those things. And we know with the feds, you know, printing out money like it's going out of style, the value of the dollar is going down. We don't have enough gold to back up all the money they're printing. So we know what's happening there. And if you're in the stock market, you've already seen the prices. So you see the way things are fluctuating. It's just one of those tumultuous times, we'll say, right? Throw out one of those $15 words. But let's just read a little bit of this article here. So it says, the coronavirus crisis has sparked a nationwide corn sh a coin. See, that's the monster talking. Uh, the coronavirus crisis has sparked a nationwide coin shortage that reportedly has retailers pleading with customers for exact change. The Federal Reserve revealed last month that the pandemic has had significant or has 
significantly disrupted supply chain and circulation patterns for America's metal money. The U.S. Mint has slowed production of coins because of measures meant to protect workers amid the crisis, while coin deposits from banks have also fallen in the past few months, the central bank said. With demand for coins rising as states begin to reopen, the Fed on June 15th started limiting how many pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters it distributed to banks as part of its efforts to mitigate the effects of low, low coin inventories. Retailers have since started advising customers that coins are in short supply. Some Lowe's hardware stores have posted signs urging shoppers to pay with exact change or use other forms of payment as have convenience stores such as 7-Eleven, Pilot, and Circle K, according to news reports and social media posts. So, at this point, we're having to call a daily, we're having to call daily to get coin, Karen Gordon, a 7-Eleven franchisee uh, in Emerald Heights, New York, told local NBC affiliate WETM, the most we've been able to get is $122. So there's a shortage on coins. Okay, we get that. Shortage on coins. Um, the Fed's got some wild stuff going on over there. Um, it could be due to the fact that they're printing out all this money. It could be due to the fact that they're just not wisely managing, I mean, what we have going on here in the economy. I mean, you see we got, you know, Looney Tunes in the seat. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if Looney Tunes is in the seat, I mean, you're going to be watching Daff, Daffy Duck's going to be at the one at the bank holding your money, controlling your money. I mean, that's just the situation it is here in the States. We got Looney Tunes at the head of the seat. We got Daffy Duck running the bank. And here we are running around like, I don't know, some of us are like Bugs Bunny, but most of us are out here probably like uh, Yosemite Sam trying to figure it all out. You got your Yosemites out here. You know, the whole Looney Tunes family is a political cartoon. Yosemite Sam, you know, that's that South Southern rebel flag, right? Bugs Bunny's probably a, a Democrat, you know, an optimist, you know, a thinker. You know, he's the most devious person on the, um, on the show. Daffy Duck, you know, he's just one of those reserved, probably a Republican. Not going to get all political with it, but yeah, Looney Tunes is it's political because if you ever go back and look at that cartoon, a lot of it follows the trends and stuff that was going on with society at that time. Um, the government, the war, uh, Looney Tunes has seen it all. I like the older uh, Looney Tunes cartoons better than the newer ones just because, they're I mean, they're funnier. And then now, I mean, as an adult, I actually get those jokes that just probably went over my head most of the times as a kid. But, um, yeah, those are a few things going on here. What else is new? So I did um, make it back to the dentist. I went to the dentist, what was it, Wednesday. We had an appointment scheduled for 8.15 in the morning, but I ended up going at 11 because I wanted to meet with one of my clients before then. Went back, took about an hour, 15, hour and a half, and they put in my permanent crown. So it came in. They had to um, drill off some of the cement or file off some of the uh, cement that they used to put the temporary crown on. The lady did a pretty good cement job. So they had to pop that out and then drill on the tooth of the post or whatever. And then put some more cement and put it in. My only complaint about the whole dentistry uh, setup is you have the dentist. The person that has all the degrees and licenses to be working. And then he has all these little helpers. You know, you have your hygienist who comes in, you know, cleans your teeth, does basic tasks. But then you got these little candy striper girls, I'm calling them, they're just in there, you know, with gloves and getting stuff ready for um, the dentist to work. Now, 
I don't think, I mean, and they're sitting there telling them, have you ever, um, what they do? Because once they put the cement on there, they hit it with some type of ray or something like that that heats it. It shoots some kind of pulse that cements the tooth. And he's like, uh, have you ever used this before? And she's like, I think I've used it once before. And he's telling her how to do it. So he's walking her through how to work on my tooth. I don't really like that. And that's happened every time I've been at a dentist. They'll have some little noodling in there that doesn't know the price of tea in China, doesn't know the back of her hand from the top of her foot. And that's who they'll have doing some of those little procedures. You know, they're the ones putting the lead vest on you when you're getting your x-ray. I mean, they can handle the... Um, the, the hose in the mouth, you know, spraying your teeth down. But I mean, when they're sitting there using instruments or they want to try to tell them, you know, go in there and you want to scrape this, you want to scrape that. No, I don't want anybody that doesn't have any certifications or experience to be in there working in my mouth because I mean, the certifications are the certifications. When it comes to a dentist, yeah, you need to have all your stuff on the wall. But I mean, I don't want just anybody in my mouth and the fact that I mean you know the dentist his name's on the billing so you know he's doing everything but those little people that he have in there working under him you don't know what their background is I mean, it could be some high school kid you know a little part-time job for him and they actually want to be a veterinarian or something in there and they're in your mouth and then when you have your mouth open people are coming by looking and staring and watching and seeing what's going on and just observing the whole thing so that hopefully one day when they don't even have their degree, they can get in there and play around in your mouth. So I don't really like that whole um, that whole aspect of the job. I think everybody in there should be certified. I mean, I just feel more comfortable with it. I mean, I'm happy with the work that I did get. It came out great. And I've, I've never had any bad experiences with dentists. But I just think that if the person's going to be actually touching your mouth, in your mouth, I mean, they don't, you know, if they're holding up a mirror or something like that, no, but if they're in there trying to hold a tool or instruments and things like that, yeah, they need to know what they're doing, um, especially like when they're taking the uh, mold, because you have to, um, when I got my crown, I had to bite into that whole stuff, that clay or whatever, to get the mold, and they got some little girl in there, I mean, she's probably 4'3 or something, I mean, not one gray hair on her head, had this little high-pitched voice, so I mean, you knew she was, you know, probably not even 20 years old yet and she's in here taking the mold for my crown get the freak out of here it's crazy but that's my rant on that uh with this weather approaching i think we'll take another break and then we'll probably hit another topic and close it out so as i'm sitting here in my car losing probably I don't know how much water out of my body because I'm sweating profusely as I'm using a paper towel here to wipe the sweat from my face and my arms. Um, I just want to say, where do you guys think this stuff is headed? I mean, where do you think we're going to be um, this, this same time next year? You think we'll be done with this whole COVID thing? I mean, I'd be interested to know what you guys think. I mean, what kind of projections are you seeing in your country? I mean, because here... All they're really talking about is all the racial violence and injustice going on. I mean, that just seems to be the toast of the town here. But I mean, in calmer countries, maybe where you live, where people have got their heads screwed on straight, what kind of things are they talking about? What kind of projections are they talking about with this COVID stuff? I mean, are we close to finding a cure? Um, I know in the stock market, uh, there's been a, a surge on people investing in companies that are doing research, but is anybody on the ground level, anybody out there actually on the ground level with the research and feeling that we're actually close to some type of vaccine or cure for this COVID stuff? Because you keep hearing the numbers are increasing, so that means people are dying. I mean, you're getting new cases and then, you know, the, the symptoms aren't, you know, just people with, 
uh, labored breathing. I mean, you got people, what somebody, my mom was trying to tell me that somebody lost a leg or something like that from all this COVID stuff. So my, my thoughts on this whole COVID thing, I'm thinking it's, um, something that comes in, gets in your body, maybe it's respiratory. So it comes in and it attaches to your cells. And then if you have some pre-existing condition or something else attacks and it attaches to that and it just takes it to the next level. Because I got to think at this point, everybody's been exposed to COVID. Everybody on the planet has been exposed to COVID, but not everybody dies. So I just think that, you know, it's if it was a chemical weapon, like they did say, it probably went out, right? It's in your body. You breathe it in. You know, it's in the air, whatever. It's spread. Uh, by this time, everybody's come in contact with it. And you may have it, you know, in your in your composition now, but it hasn't been activated. Nothing has activated it. I mean, if it was a chemical weapon or something like that, I mean, it was a, it was a great design, great design, you know, hats off. I mean, it's doing its job. Um, I mean, we're all going to go from something, but I mean, hopefully it won't be just COVID. But I mean, we've had other COVID illnesses and things like that in the past. And I mean, we've gotten through them. I just think um, people are overreacting a little bit um, because, I mean, there's always been, you know, death around us. I mean, there's stuff out here. You still have drunk drivers out there killing, you know, millions of people you got cigarettes killing millions of people cancer killing millions of people so i mean covid's just trying to make its name get a notch on the bell it's not like it's brand new like all of a sudden you have to live in fear you can't go outside you got to wear a mask now i know in uh some of the asian countries they have been wearing masks for a long time so i mean it's it's nothing for those folks over here and as we're adopting you know, these masks, I mean, we're wearing them, so it's becoming a part of our everyday, but I know it's getting a little tougher to breathe, especially when you have 97 degree temperatures. I mean, nobody wants to be wearing a mask, but I mean, you wear it, you know, to protect yourself. But I mean, as far as protesting on it and walking outside, waving a rifle saying, I don't want to wear a mask because I'm American. I mean, that's just, that's just stupidity. That's, that's just stupidity. You wear the mask or don't wear the mask. You know, if you get sick because you didn't wear a mask, that's on you. You get sick and you're wearing a mask, God help you. You know what I mean? I mean, it just is what it is. I'm not going to sit here and lose any sleep over um, something that could or could not take me out. I mean, I might as well be like this thunder out here, this lightning. I mean, I might as well be sitting out here saying, oh, this this lightning, you know, is, is cracking through the sky. I need to go home and, and hide. I mean, the chance of you getting struck by lightning, there's just too many. There's just too many things out here other than COVID to be worried about. So, I'm not going to live in fear. I am aware of it, that it exists. You know, I'm not going to put myself in any sticky situations like just run into a crowded building and just stick my face in people's mouths and just breathe in their saliva. I'm not going to do anything like that. Um, but I mean, who does that? If you do that, I mean, you I'm not going to say you deserve to get, but I mean, you're asking for it if you're just putting yourself out there like that. But then they also have other people out there with other diseases. Now, I'm not going to say what this disease is, Right. Um, but they have people out there that actually go out there and they are seeking this one disease and they will do certain things that are very nasty. Right. With the intentions of becoming infected. Now, if you're uh, a web surfer, you know, a deep web surfer or something like that, then you probably know what I'm talking about. But they have people out here called gifters. Right. And they have people called receivers. This is some subculture out there in the world. So, I mean, you got a lot of sick, twisted stuff out there. So, COVID is probably the least of our worries. Oh, man. 
But I hope you all are safe. Hope you all are well. Hope your heads are clear and filled with promise and positivity for the months ahead. I'm your wonderful host, Damian, and I'll see you in the next one.